0: United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. Andrew Cheatham is senior expert at the United States Institute of Peace here to discuss President Biden holding the second summit for democracy. That's coming up March 28 to the 30th. Andrew, good morning.
1: Good morning, Julie. Great to be back with you.
0: Well, democracy is in a bedraggled state at the moment.
1: <laughs> it absolutely is. And, I, you know, Biden ran on this uh, commitment to democracy and the summit for democracy. And he's, he's doing it again here uh, this week, three days. And he's going to try to reaffirm his commitment to things like anti-corruption, rule of law and elections, Tech in Democracy. It's a whole whole host of events this week.
0: I mean, it doesn't seem harmful in any way, but I mean, does it really, does this symmetry really do anything?
1: Well, I think he's trying to build, uh, you know, momentum. He's trying to push back against authoritarianism. There'll be 20 of his high level uh senior representatives from the department of state department of justice and this time they're doing it uh unlike last time they're co-hosting with four other countries the netherlands uh costa rica zambia and south korea Mm. so i mean they're really trying to turn up this sort of coalition but i will note that it is a summit for democracy not a summit of democracies there's 120 countries some you know questionable on their their record (laughs)
0: Yeah, indeed. Um, Interesting. So uh, let's see some of the themes. Uh, Status of women, justice and peace for Ukraine. I'm sure human rights are up there.
1: Yeah, I mean, one of the big things they're trying to push back against, you know, in the great power competition world, they're trying to push back against China and of course, Russia. And they're trying to show that their offer around the world uh, of democracy delivers. So there's a lot about democracy that delivers. There's a lot about human rights, as you said. There's a lot about the private sector in democracy. And really, they're really highlighting rule of law. And USIP, you know, we're always worried about peace and violence. And Mm. so one of the pieces I'm writing is about how uh, the rule of law, the sort of American style... Is the best way to promote peace and nonviolence,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and really push back against China's offer, which is rule by law.
0: Yes, very highly valid. What do you feel about the economic piece, though? Because it often seems that democracy, rule of law, the virtues as we would consider them, do best when world economies are flourishing.
1: No, absolutely. I I think we have all of these big shocks, uh, some brought on by, of course, the pandemic and then by the war in Ukraine, which is a big sort of difference in this year's Democracy Summit. We've moved a bit past the pandemic. We've had the war uh, in Ukraine since the last Democracy Summit, which has caused all these shocks. You know, of course, you have the banking most recent, but before that, you had the food and fuel and finance crisis around the world. People are really looking for economic security and they want a system that delivers. There's some polls since the Arab Spring and recent polls that in the Middle East and other countries, they don't think that democracy democracy necessarily is the best for economic delivery. Mm-hmm. And and Biden and really Samantha Power and USA, they're trying to make the case that you need the principles of democracy to have a good economy. But some countries right now really aren't buying that,
0: especially with China standing by. Um, of course, their economy is not doing well. Uh, but standing by to sort of swoop in and say, let us just pay for everything for you. Let us build your power plants and your roads, and let us just take care of that. Don't worry about democracy.
1: Right. So they have their own – the Belt and Road Initiative has faltered a little bit. They're having problems even with that. They're having their, their own domestic problems, as you said. But they've moved a little bit. In In addition to their BRI, they seem to be negotiating governance issues, so how to – Actually have the software to go along with this hardware when they build things because they've seen in some countries that that it doesn't work Their Their investments don't pay off and it's not good when their countries go bankrupt. That's one of the cases in Zambia, one of the partner countries for the Summit for Democracies, where they they sort of switch to our side of the ledger when it comes to uh, economic partnerships.
0: Um, the U.S. Institute of Peace recently talked about China's foreign policy as rule by law, not rule of law. Now, that sounds clever, but what does it actually mean, Andrew?
1: Well, they have this sort of different – they use – they sort of co-opted the world's words rule of law. They, they, they want to say that, but they don't, for example, give primacy to their own constitution. It's really rule by the party and people are not equal under the law i mean we're imperfect and many countries are but in principle you know everyone's equal under the law they don't have that same sort of principle at the mm-hmm. national level and and when they partner with governments around the world they don't really push any kind of uh, human rights or or these separation of powers these sort of principles we think of rule of law they use it very pragmatically so they use a cost-benefit analysis of when they'll deploy the law, when it works best for them. That seems to be the case. And they they use the words, and we see them in the UN and other multilateral systems for international law also, you know, using the words and the rule of law uh, sort of concepts, but only how it suits them.
0: Interesting. So there's going to be a lot of talking Is there going to be like a white paper? Will there be a communiqué at the end of this? How do they wrap it up?
1: (laughs) Well, it's it's been described as a process ongoing since you know 2021, early 2021, last year or after the last summit in 2021. There was 56 written commitments from the countries that participated. They do have these ongoing commitments. I'm sure it will loop in and link in with. The summit for democracy. I mean, I'm sorry. The the U.S. Africa Leaders Summit, which we had last December, and these partnerships that that we're trying to promote all over the world for, like you said, good economic partnerships and also support for development and aid. So there will be these sideline meetings and and commitments, but but they they've really stressed that it's a it's an ongoing process of. of Promoting democracy and conversation with our partners for for here to come.
0: Who sounds like a party, Andrew? Thank you so much for joining me.
1: <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you so much.
0: This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS Channel One Twenty Four.